miss her. I know everybody does. I do. Yeah. Like, okay. So when you Google your name, the first thing that comes up is a picture of you from jujitsu. And I think yeah. that was you at what, 12 years old? Yeah. Something like that. 11, 12, probably. Was that, was jujitsu your first sport? No, no. I've been doing sports my whole life. I think I started somewhere with like gymnastics, moved to track, and then I got into volleyball. But jiu-jitsu was somewhere in the middle. Even when I was doing jiu-jitsu, I always moved to other sports as well. But I, I've done a lot of them. So that's always been kind of a, a thing for you to jump from sport to sport? Absolutely. And you were you were really good at jiu-jitsu, right? Um, I mean, for my age at the time... Yeah. Yeah, I went to Pan Ams, which was kind of like the highest thing I could do at, for my age, um, especially like within the nation. Right. So I performed really well there. I went there, I think it was only twice, but I competed a lot. So Okay, so did you go from jiu-jitsu straight to wrestling? Was that the jump? No. So I went, I did jiu-jitsu for, I would say, four or five years straight. That was my main sport. And then I kind of got burnt out of it. Um, just from competing so much and you know it gets kind of grueling over time but I went to high school and then I started doing volleyball and then I was on the soccer team for Barry Goldwater so that was freshman year right? my freshman year okay and I didn't do wrestling my freshman year so I just did those two and then I just like randomly picked up wrestling my sophomore year I remember it was I was at lunch my sophomore year and this kid he was talking about wrestling and I was like, oh, like, that's cool. You know, I do jiu-jitsu. And he was like, no, like, this is hard. Like, practices are, like, so, like, much harder than football. And I was like, oh, they can't be that bad. Like, I'm sure I could do that. And he's like, well, I mean, you know, you'd have to, like, work at it a while to be even, like, good. And I was like. Yeah, he was kind of wrong about that. <laughs> I was like, okay, um, well, now I have to go. And then right. I remember telling my dad that I wanted to do wrestling. And he was just like. Oh boy, like. I so were they supportive? Were your parents supportive of the whole? I mean, they had to have been of the combat sports, right? Oh yeah. So Ed, my dad, um, has been doing jujitsu as long as I've been doing jujitsu. So he loved that. But the idea of wrestling was very new to him, and honestly, I think it took a minute for him to like be okay with it. Uh, but if I chose to do it, he was going to support it no matter what. And obviously, now he's a huge, huge supporter of it. Right. So your sophomore year, you pick it up. How quickly did you know that you were really good at it? Because mm. you took a state championship your first year. Yes. What was what weight class was that? 132. So at 132, you took at sophomore year, your first year wrestling, you take a state championship. What, what was that like? Like, what was that year like leading up to that for you? So I went to preseason for a little bit, and um, I had no idea like my skill compared to other people's skill at the time uh so it was kind of all new to me I remember the first tournament and things like that it was still really new and it was far from jiu-jitsu I think people compared the two a lot and while jiu-jitsu taught me how to move my body in like relation to another person so different sports and the mentality you have in both of them are very different so Coming in, I was just kind of open-minded to everything, but that whole season, I had no clue, like, how state would go. And as Coach T, like, he prepares the season for state. That is what we prepare for, as most teams do. And 
I was yeah, like, Coach T Barry Goldwater is one of the best. I mean, probably is the best co- wrestling absolutely. coach out in Arizona. He absolutely. creates state champions. Like it's he's an amazing dude. Sorry, absolutely. And um, so I remember I didn't even know what state was. Like I've never done this before. I don't know anybody who um, like won or anything, anything like that. So this is a very abstract idea of state. I'm like, okay, like I have to do good at it, I guess. Okay, and what's that like walking in? to state as you like you said you have no idea what's going on and so what is that first feeling like so for my first state we were in a huge arena um it was massive and there were so many people there and it was a two-day event for girls and I remember I was like abnormally comfortable like I was very comfortable being in that kind of room because in jiu-jitsu sometimes like I had to go and compete in that kind of space so that didn't like overwhelm me whatsoever, but there were so many people there, like so many athletes it, all the way from like, like, you know, division one all the way down. So walking in, I just had this mindset of, you know, just worry on the first one. You just got to worry about the first match. That's all you have to get done. And then after that, the second one, and then after that, the third one, and then slowly I remember making it to finals and I was like, wow, I've made it. Like I didn't even, I already felt so proud of myself and um, just like, I don't know. I was very calm through my first state for, you know, never doing it before. I think I was the most calm during that one just cause I had no clue what to expect. What was that first, that very first title? Like, like as soon as you have that, you have her pinned, you know, you won. What is, what's like your first reaction? Cause I know what it is now. I yeah. have the, <laughs> I have your new reactions now. What was that like that very first time? I was shocked, honestly. Cause when I went into that, um, like a little side story. I remember being in the line and so we're in the back in this completely separate room, all the finalists and we're in a row by weight class. And I remember like two weight classes behind me, there was this girl and she was like, your girl is really hard. Like, like right before my finals match too. And they were like, your girl's You're like, I don't need that right now, like, bro. This is kind of bad timing, but okay. That's good to know going into this. I figured she'd be hard, you know? And so I, it didn't really get to me though. I was like, okay, like I'm here. Um, I'm How did just, you beat her? I beat her by points. You beat her by points. Yeah. Awesome. It was not like a huge amount, but I think four or five, something like that. Doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> winning is winning. And um, so before that, and um, yeah, so I was kind of thrown off in the back, but. Okay, so you go into sophomore year. You already have a state title. Is there, is there any kind of pressure on you to perform at that level again? Absolutely. And what is it, like, where does that pressure come from, too? By like, oh myself, is it, it's all internal, oh, right? One hundred percent myself. That is no one telling me, like, um, like my family or coach. No, that was one hundred percent just me knowing like what I need to get done and putting that pressure on myself. Is it is it putting pressure on yourself, or is it just you knowing what you need to do? and having to do that. What is, you know what I mean? How does that feel mentally? I think it was, I think it was just the pressure, honestly. Like knowing that I went into every single practice knowing what this practice meant. Like if I didn't go hard in this practice, you know, at the end of the day, like let's say things don't go your way, you're gonna look back on that practice and realize, you know, you should have put in that work. So I always, always felt that. And it got, I would say more and more each year. Okay, you've also won a lot of tournaments. Now, like the tournament style, 
how is that different from state? Like okay. the, the the pressure wise when you're because you've taken a lot of titles. So like when it's because you don't do freestyle, no. right? Yeah. So it's all high school. So some of those tournaments are really big, like Page Four State Tournament. Is that pr- is that pressure less for you, or is it just the same all the way through? Same all the way through. I mean, this third one, I would definitely say was just a lot more for a lot of other reasons. Uh, I I haven't gone into state, you know, with the a loss at sectionals before, so that one was definitely more stressful. But I would say I felt still a lot of pressure at every single whether it was a match that day um, a local tournament or a really big tournament okay so let's talk about your senior year when I come on board so I was hired to shoot Barry Goldwater season coach T came to me and about all of the seniors he said every single senior is gonna go to state I just want to get it you know so we have reels I'm like yeah cool no problem um, which was an amazing experience for me by the way thank you everybody for that um but so the very first thing that we i shoot with you guys is Paige, right you and amethyst completely utterly annihilate that tournament um but then at the end uh when you guys went to get your awards your award ceremony was in between the boys matches and it felt rushed uh to me it felt like hurry up and get your award so we can get back to the boys. Did you did you ever feel like that? At all? Did you get that feeling at all? See, Because that's the whole reason I started all of this. Mm-hmm. was because I watched both of you do incredible things, and it just felt like it wasn't being promoted properly, or I don't want to say it like this, but it felt like nobody cared, you know, and it kind of upset me. So, like, did you ever get that feeling? So I wouldn't say I felt that feeling until you mentioned it, actually. I think I was just kind of, most girls, um, even just wrestling in general, we're kind of just used to it not being the biggest deal, whether you win or whether you lose. Like, it's not, um, it's not like a football game. Like, nobody's, there's so many people that are going to go to our football game versus our wrestling matches. And I'm just, as a team, I think we're kind of used to that. And so... I wouldn't say I was surprised whatsoever, but I do completely understand what you mean, especially as someone who uh, wants like this female's wrestling to expand and to grow. Um, I think it should be a little bit more prioritized or just equal as the guys. Just equal. That's all exactly. we're shooting for. Like, exactly. That's all I want to do is just level the playing field. I don't want to promote women over men or anything like that. I just want there to be level because I, I didn't feel it was at all any time during the season and that was it was a little upsetting you know because I watched a lot of you not just you guys at Goldwater but a lot of these girls you know what I mean the Liberty girls are ridiculous you know there's a lot of girls out there who are super high level who just aren't getting any kind of attention you know and if you google any any of the boys names you know you get tons of stuff and it's not like that with the girls and I just want to I just want to flatten that little curve there um how do you promote the sport? How do you how how do we fix that? Like, you know, how do we promote combat sports for girls? That's a that's a complex question. I guess you could say. I think definitely, you know, girls in the sport like Ashley Eichner and the Liberty team—they're doing great at it. You know, they're not only really great at the sport, 
but they like the Liberty team. They have a lot of people. And I think just one recruitment, you know, show girls that this is actually a possibility. Um, I was fortunate enough that I grew up kind of with it. So when I heard of wrestling, it was like, oh, I can do that. But a lot of girls, they just don't know it's out there or don't know it's an opportunity. So. And it's not encouraged. It's not encouraged at all. And I think at Barry Goldwater, we have a very welcoming team. Um, that's another thing. Um, our boys are so just welcoming, never treated us differently. They were encouraging. They were the best team I could have wrestled for. And I don't think all teams are like that, though. Actually, I know all teams aren't like that. Yeah, no. We... <laughs> I, I know certain schools specifically that they're just not as welcoming to girls. And how are you going to put yourself out there just to be a part of a team that doesn't really want you there? So, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about your senior year. And I want to talk about uh, sectionals for a little bit. So sectionals comes up. I had been shooting you for that half season. I had never seen you lose. I had never seen you really challenged by anybody. So we get to we get to sectionals and you're uh, you run through everybody. You're in the championship match and then you meet Taylor Colangelo from Liberty. And that match was insane because I'd never seen someone push you like that so like what was that like so um Taylor I faced her twice before and each time very close match it could have really gone either way her or me Um, it just so happened that I came up out on top by the end of the match and I never had won by um, a pin it was always by time and by points so I knew going into sectionals that this was going to be a hard match and I knew that really it could go either way it's just, how am I going to play my cards? What is she going to do? Because I know her coaches are trying to figure out how I wrestle, and I'm trying to figure out how she wrestled. And I was up almost that entire – I was up that entire uh, match by one point, one or two points, I believe. And um, last 15 seconds, she gets a reverse on me, which puts her up by one. And I only had, by that time, 10 seconds – Uh, Most of the match to me is a blur, but I do remember that 10 seconds of feeling defeated. I felt like I'd never, you know, in a match, sometimes it goes their way and sometimes it goes my way. But by the end of it, I know that I'm going to win this. Like, I'm going to make sure I come out on top. But that last 10 seconds, I, I I knew she had it. So she beats you in sectionals by one point. So, like, I didn't even know how to deal with that situation because, like I said, I had never seen you lose. And I was like, I, had, I was blown away because I hadn't seen Taylor either. And then come to find Taylor's a national champion, jiu-jitsu. She's a national level wrestler. Very good. Like, she is crazy good. She's and very good. She has a wicked arm bar, too. Really? She, like, I didn't know that. Well, she utilized it on you in, in state just a little bit. Oh, maybe. And then you, you got out of it pretty quickly. But, yeah, she tried to throw that arm bar, which made me super nervous. But let's go to state Mm -hmm. so you again you both you and Taylor run through your division and then you guys meet again at state right yeah so I knew that's how it was gonna go I knew uh the moment I um lost sectionals I knew I was gonna see her again no matter what um but I also knew because I got second my time at state was gonna be a little harder than it would have been if I won so I was preparing for that And I remember I had two weeks until State came up to see her again. 
And so it was really important for me in those two weeks to mentally get stronger. You know, physically I was fine. I was in shape. Uh, I went to practice, things like that. But mentally it was, this could break me. Like this could be, if I don't figure it out now, this will be a breaking point for my state tournament. And then how am I going to, how am, I can't figure it out when I'm there. So I need to be mentally strong before I get there. So I listened more than I'd ever listened. I listened to coach. I listened to Coach Dent, and I remember them telling me, like, you need to believe it yourself. Like, you need to see this as an opportunity that you are now being pushed for the first time in a long time and not as you're defeated because now she feels like she's on top and you got to take that away. And I was like, you're right. So I remember at practice, I just thought I was wrestling her every time, and I remember I'd be at school, and I could not, I cannot do my schoolwork. I was way too focused on the fact that I had to get something done and that this was on my mind. So I remember in my notebook, I would write to myself, I will be a 126 state champion. I will be. And I remember Coach Dent told me that once, and I was like, no way. Like, that's stupid. I'm not going to do that. But I needed it then, so I did that. And I remember on this, like, mirror at my house, I wrote it there too. So I looked at that all the time. I told myself that. And it was a really pivoting moment for me because I felt like there was a moment where uh, I just wanted to break down and I wanted to just accept that defeat. But, you know, I, I couldn't let myself do that. So I was very nervous for state, uh, as I usually am, but I knew I had something to finally prove at the same time. Um, but not only did I have something to prove, but I had this opportunity to be the first three times. So all this at the same time was kind of weighing on me. Uh, so that two weeks was kind of rough, but very essential for me to perform how I did at state. I remember when you actually showed up second day, because boys go first, girls show up second day. When you got there with the rest of the girls, I remember I talked to all you guys, and I remember you, you said something to me, and I was like, I turned and looked at coach, and I was like, hey, She's unbeatable, bro. Because he was like, he was super nervous about the whole thing. And I was like, don't. I look, I guess you see it in your eyes. Like, she's unbeatable. She's locked in. It's like, it's done. And I was confident in seeing all your matches in that all the way up until you're, you got your wrestling Taylor. I think she got a takedown and she's on top of you. You're on your belly and she throws, she starts getting that arm bar in. Oh, she didn't get she, a takedown. She got a reverse. That was she's yeah, that's really right. That good was the at reversal. her reverses, yeah. So she's on top of you, your stomach down, and she starts kind of pulling up on your arm. And I was like, oh, that's bad. She's tight. That's real bad. And you could kind of see it on your face, but you turned, and then you got out of it, and it was on. It was amazing. Like, yeah, that wasn't the first time she's done that. And actually, I, I think people kind of know that I'm not good when I'm getting in an arm bar because same thing happened my – uh, junior year at state the girl Miley who I've seen twice at state she did the exact same thing to me and she she rode me out for as long as she could in that position until I got out but uh, she used that to her advantage for sure okay so you win state for the third time three state champions what is what is that capping off how does that feel capping off your whole career knowing boom you've dominated this that was the best feeling I've ever had in my whole life. Not even just the sport, not in just 
wrestling or all sports that was in my life the best feeling I'd ever had because you know like I said the first one it was a shock when I won it was like wow this is what I'm capable of I finally knew what I was capable of the second one I I was mad when I won it was a really close decision and I felt like I underperformed than I should have and I knew I had another year so that third year was so I, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget that moment that I won, knowing how many years and how much work I put in for that one, because that was the big one to me. That was the one um, when I was a sophomore, I was like, oh, I, I'm going to do that all the way up until my senior year for that day. So that was really exciting to me. And the fact that I could um, be considered the first three time was another thing that just made me super excited and just seeing my family um, up in the stands when I won because I was able to see them there right in front of me it was a feeling I'll never forget one of you are the one of the best Arizona athletes ever come out of the state you have all these options in front of you you choose ASU you go to ASU you're kind of just doing your prereqs figuring things out right now do you want to keep in combat sports like, so, do you want to stay in fighting or, you know, jujitsu, no gi jujitsu, any of that stuff? So I think that personally, I can't get rid of it. Even if I wanted to get rid of it, um, I get burnt out, obviously. I think maybe even you saw it towards the end of the season, um, as most athletes do. But I may get burnt out. I may say I'm never doing this again. And then six months, I promise you will see me back in the sport. I don't think I can stay away from it. Um, I love the feeling of going through that grind and then being rewarded for it. You know, you put in um, a certain amount of effort, and based on how much effort you put in, you will get it back. So I think I'm just kind of addicted to that, whether it's wrestling, jiu-jitsu, fighting. That's um, what I was going to ask. Where do you think you want to go? Is it college wrestling, or is it just go straight to MMA and start training MMA at this point? So right now I'm kind of open to a lot of ideas. I kind of want to see what I can do. But personally, I'm really into the idea of fighting. I think it's, you know, I haven't done anything with my hands. I've never uh, done boxing, striking, any of that. So I'm just curious, you know, how am I going to do? Let's try it out. Um, I want to be good at all of it. So I think that's where I really want to go next. But who knows? Maybe I could start doing wrestling again first. Okay. So what are you studying at, what are you studying at ASU right now? I'm taking political science. You're a poli sci major. Yes. Awesome. What What do you want to do with that? Um. You know, I like I like the idea of what I'm learning right now. Okay. Um. I think in high school, you know, everybody's learning the same thing. It's not really what do you like to learn. Right. And right now, I'm just really enjoying learning something that I'm interested in, and you know, it's always a possibility that I can get into it in the long run with politics, but that's far down the future. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so you're sitting here now. What what does the future look like for you? Like, what are you what are you looking forward to right now? So as of now, um, kind of have a lot of things in mind of what I could do. But like I said, I am definitely going to get into combat sports again, um, whether that's wrestling or jujitsu or fighting. Um, but I'm also just kind of getting adjusted to college life right now. So I'm working through that and getting my schooling done. And as of now, I'm looking sort of into law school. That's a okay. possibility I'm really fascinated with. 
and I think it'd be super cool to become a lawyer. Yeah, poli sci and law usually go together. Yeah. So. So. Okay. So what about what about the girls coming up right now? What kind of advice, like, not just with wrestling or combat sports, but going to college, figuring out what you want to do? Like, what kind of advice would you give all those girls? Mm, okay. Like, to the wrestling girls or just girls? Just any of them. Like, trying to figure out what they're trying to do right now. Okay. Because um, you are, you're a very in-control person, and I noticed that all throughout the season, right? You don't lose, you, you keep control of just about every situation externally, right but internally like what is that what is that struggle like how do you how do you deal with that so personally um I kind of mentioned it with the stress and like the um a lot of pressure on my back you know I try to at least for my team and for those people who are looking at me as like my competition I try to you know push that all aside I don't want them to know that there's things going on in my head that um may be considered weak for you know competition purposes but I'm one of those people that when I feel stressed or when I feel like there's a lot of weight on my shoulders, I love to talk about it. Like I'm one of those people that first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to create a plan. Like how am I going to make this to where um, I'm going to come out stronger in the other end? So that's the first thing. But for advice wise, one, just realize that um, I'm going to do this specifically towards wrestlers first. So for female wrestlers, um, my biggest advice is realizing that Uh, This is so new and that every single female that's in it right now, you are going to make a difference for the people behind you. So when I started wrestling, I did not know that, oh, I'm going to be the first uh, Barry Goldwater state champion for females. I did not think about that. But now looking back, like I made somewhat of a history for my school and each girl. Not just your school, but your sport. You set the bar now for all female wrestlers, not just just female athletes. Right, because you're not just a three-time. You did it with a 4.92. You did it with an amazing GPA. You know what I mean? Without getting arrested or getting canceled or, you know what I mean, beating anybody up or slapping somebody in face publicly. Like, you did it all gracefully, and you know what I mean? So it's you shouldn't at all feel any kind of way about that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I would just tell them, like, you know, times are going to be hard. Like, practices aren't going to be fun. You're going to have school. You're going to have this. You're going to have a life. And it's not going to be a great time all the time. But it will make you better at the end. That tension, that grind is what's going to make your high school, like, an experience. Like, you're going to get something more out of this than if you didn't do the sport. I think it is a sport that changes you. I think it changes you for the better. I think it develops you into a person you're going to want to be outside of it. And the things you learn there are you will take on. Um, I feel like I even use that uh, lessons I've learned in wrestling in just my everyday life. So for a female wrestler, just, you know, keep going, um, keep working at it. And, yeah, that's my biggest advice for them. But as in for just – people in general, I would say, um, realize that it's good to change. It's good to, uh, learn and try things because I would not be who I am today if I didn't try that wrestling practice. Right. That one wrestling practice, I would easily say changed my whole life. That one kid telling me, oh, this is really hard. Like, I don't know if, you know, you can do it almost is like changed my life hearing that. 
you know. So I would say try things, you know, adapt to things, and yeah. Okay. How? Okay, so you you actually brought up the commitment it takes with wrestling. How did you balance six day a week commitment with your you know academics with your personal life? Like, what is that like? So. I wouldn't say it was like too crazy of a balance because I knew during that time of wrestling season, like that's my life for that season. um, You know, sometimes I can't go to this and sometimes I can't go to that because I have practice and you know, that's not like that for everybody, but I knew in order to be the best that I can't just be great by going to practice. I have to work outside of practice. I need to make sure that I'm not going and, going eating bad food all the time and hanging out with my friends when it's unnecessary. But also just scheduling in that like you time, like when you want to go hang out with your friends, hang out with family. It's easy, like you can easily balance it. It's just what are your priorities? Okay, that's awesome. What's what is ASU like now? You how is that jump from high school into college like academically for you? Academically, it's been fine. I've only been doing it for three weeks or so, but no crazy shift in that. It's just, you know, go to class. You have a lot more free time, though. So um, making sure that you're doing what you need to do and, like, getting your assignments done is solely on you versus in high school. It's like you can kind of get away with things. You don't have to turn in your assignment. There's going to be another day to do it. Like, no, when they say it's due, it's due, and if you don't get it done, then – you know, you don't get credit. Same thing with like attending. So at the okay, at the end of your senior year, you didn't tell anybody that you were gonna be keynote speaker when you graduated, did you? Because mm, I no, think your I mom didn't. told me like she had no idea no. until graduation day. Yeah. Why what was that what was that about? How long had you been planning that? I think it was five, six months that I, I knew that's what I was gonna do. So I heard about auditions for um, you know, class speaker in like, I want to say November. So I was already typing it up. Like I knew that's what I wanted to do. And I thought about telling them every once in a while, but I was like, imagine their face when like they find out that you're just up there. And my parents even asked a few times, like, do you want to do it? And I was like, well, I don't know. Probably not. I always told them probably not, uh, knowing that's what I was going to do. And I think it was just my way of is is very much of me to you know get it done, surprise them, and you know see how. See when did you actually get it done? How long before graduation did you have that speech done? March. It's a really good speech, March. by the way. As Thank far you. as keynotes go for graduation, that was amazing. Thank you. I was like, she wrote. That. <laughs> yeah, March. Well, and that's another like wrestlers kind of get a bad rap for like not being intelligent, which is completely false. Especially like, our team. Our yeah. team was. Some of the smartest kids were on that team. Absolutely. And, like, you can tell just by, like, talking to people and, like, their personalities. They're like, these aren't dumb kids. Like, not only that, because wrestling is chess. It's human chess. You know, when one shift can change the entire match, like, you mm-hmm. got to be prepared for all that. So, like, I think it's it's a really bad stereotype that you guys get that, like, wrestlers are dumb or whatever. Because they're not. You guys are, like, the most intelligent athletes out there. You know, especially when it comes to body reaction like I don't know if a lot of people know this but it takes 1400 times you have to do something 1400 times for it to become muscle memory 
right? So everything that you've done, you've done thousands and thousands of times in order for you to be so good at it, you can just throw it anywhere and anybody. So, and I think that's just ultra impressive. And like, I, I, I couldn't have been happier with state and how everything went for everybody. Like, it does. I don't care if you guys win or lose. It's all about the experience for me. And you guys gave me like one of the most amazing experiences like I could have throughout shooting, you know, filming whatever content production, everything. Um, so I want to thank you guys for that. But you especially, because that was being able to be a part of everything. Like you got athlete of the year for your district, or actually for the entire state. So your female athlete of the year. I forgot to even bring that up. The USA Today Awards. Um, that capped off your entire high school career beautifully. I was actually kind of nervous that you that they weren't going to give it to you. Like that was the only time I was ever nervous. I was like, oh, dude, she better get this. I'm going to freak out. But that was awesome. So you get Athlete of the Year, all these awards. So like that, being on that journey and you allowing me to, to shoot all this and then being here, is, it's been great. So I wanted to thank you for that. And then whatever you do in the future, like, let's go. I'm on board. Like, I, I want to see you fight or whatever else you're going to do. So I think you're you're going to be a person to follow and everybody should just keep watching. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I will say, I feel like you came in during a good year. Like this year with the, the seniors we had for you to watch was, it was, it was a great team. It was a great lineup for seniors and each and one of each of them did amazing this year. And yeah, that senior team. Um, so it was Amethyst Bay, um, you, it was Aug Heber. Oh, Heber. Yeah. That was okay. So that's there's a tragic situation with Heber. Your entire senior team would have went, but at boys sectionals, Heber gets DQ'd for the dumbest. He had a scratch on his nose. It looked like nothing. It was. Everybody was baffled by it, but not only but him being DQ'd, but then his brother being for DQ'd. No reason. Yeah, for living with him, like. It was the dumbest situation I've ever seen. That was a terrible seen. situation. And like, oh, we're, we got to do, we'll do something for Heber because every single senior would have went to state at that point. You guys would have, oh, it would have been amazing. But yeah. like, you guys had an amazing team. Augie and Marcos and Zach, like you guys, that whole state. It was a experience. crazy lineup. It, it was. It was awesome too. Like, I did 20, so I don't know if you guys, if I had told you guys this, but I did 27 miles over three days during state running around running that around. place yeah like having to go from match to match it was awesome um it was tiring but like we have all that and it's it was an amazing experience and you guys your whole team the whole Barry Goldwater team the whole school actually you guys got school of the year for your district yeah. um which is you guys are in a huge district uh, there's like 33 schools or like 35,000 students it's kind of ridiculous but <laughs> yeah it's a big dis um, district so yeah, I mean, it, that was it was an incredible experience. You know, what's funny is that I actually feel like I was hardly at state. I remember coach was like, "I need you to get away, like get away, get away from the room," and so I feel like I was there. You know, went to my match and then booked it because coach didn't really want me to constantly be under like the bright lights and everything, and it worked I mean, out well. You I appreciate it, it very well, though. Like, and that was one of the things I noticed is that you really you didn't change going from whether it was a match during the season or whether it was state, like you were always consistently like the same person. And I think that, you know what I mean? You never changed anything. And I think that it's a lot of part of your success is just being able to be the same person in any situation. That's ultra valuable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you're going to go, you're going to go very far and I can't wait 
hopefully to be still be on board. Yeah. So this was great. And, th- and I will talk to you again in like another six months. Yeah. See where you're at. We'll see who you're beating up at that point. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I, I'm glad I got to do this. Yeah, no, this is really good. Thank you.